You are listening to the Lads After God podcast, a podcast for ladies and lads who are adamant on following God and His ways in this modern world. I am your host, Blessing Mashulani, and I'm pleased to have you here. What is up, beautiful people? It's your boy Blessing, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. The Lads After God podcast, super excited. It's a brand new week and we're starting it off with a bang. Yeah, we're starting off with a bang. Uh, and uh, guys, I'm currently uh, trying to like find any new review that we got over the past week. And I just remembered that uh, we've been getting messages on our social media. Uh, and uh, I just want to share a message that I got. Uh, okay, this one is from my, my I call him my boy. He's my brother, probably the same age, uh, Mr. Rangata. To me, yeah, he's a brother of mine who, who, yeah, we we, we got acquainted with that, which is with each other. Where's my English going to? <laughs> yeah, we got acquainted with each other this year, and uh, yeah, he gave us a shout out on Twitter. And he was like, when you have the time, check out the Let's After God podcast. Wow, thank you so much, Pratumi. I really appreciate you, man. And yeah, man, we are due to have, um, yeah, that um, Malana meal. Um, yeah, chicken intestines meal that my <laughs> my place, Levahumu, uh, is so, yeah, known for. And uh, I think I'm missing another one. Uh, we got another message. Um well yeah this one was from glenn uh from the 4th of november um yeah it was also on twitter he says um he said actually re- really enjoyed listening li- listening to this um prince he tracked prince and he was like yeah gift bro and such a great tool for the kingdom i appreciate you man blessing thank you so much uh, for the much needed and refreshing podcast wow guys thank you so much thank you so much um um glenn and uh this one is from ayanda ndaba um she shouted she sent us a shout out in week one of no last november on the third of november she tagged us and she said this is good wow love that so much love that um you guys are actually um being um encouraged by what we are saying let me check uh if there were any messages on my personal um personal account this week i think someone um sent me a dm was it a dm or what saying that they really appreciate um yeah the podcasts um yeah i, I obviously can't go through all of them but thank you so much to everyone who yeah, makes the time. I, I know that we're living in a time where time is so, is like such a scarce um, resource. Um, we hardly have time to ourselves. And uh, even when we do have time to ourselves, man, uh, it's not that easy to spend that time to yourself listening, you know, to a podcast, listening to this guy from Limpopo, you know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah um okay i just went on apple podcasts and wow this one is from i call her my fighter uh we follow each other on um i think twitter and instagram her name is luto 
she is a yeah she, she she she's a dynamite in the kingdom she's a, a christian content creator please do check her out she sent us a, a review on the 11th of november 2021 11:11. <laughs> yeah she was like relevant sound needed absolutely love this podcast and i think is exactly what our generation needs thanks blessing keep up the good work always praying for you okay guys now i'm going to cry thank you so much uh luto for such a beautiful review um it means so much especially coming to coming from someone who's a co-laborer in the kingdom thank you so much for the kind words and uh guys if you haven't left us a review on um apple podcasts feel free just to drop by um leave us an honest review you don't have to give us a five-star rating i concede that maybe um you might not have found what you're looking for in the podcast and um if, if, if you see that there's room for improvement please do do let me know uh, send an honest review and tell us you know if, if you've really been blessed to give us a five-star rating give us give us a four-star rating and tell us how we can improve and uh what you would like to hear on the podcast so thank you so much everyone who has been you know uh, with us on this journey since um november started we've been on the no last november journey and thank you so much um guys for you know carrying the flag together with us as we are just saying guys it is possible for a young person to live a pure life that's the question age old question how can a young person keep his way pure and for every question there's an answer and that answer is found in the word of god so we are on week three of our no last november journey and the title of today's episode is did god really say 10 marks if you know who said those words who asked that question um and uh yeah it's the old serpent the devil uh in the yeah the book of genesis chapter two uh, chapter three actually verse one there's a question that he asked eve when you know the first temptation when he first you know um attacked uh, uh the man mankind he attacked and he entered the conversation with this question did god really say and this happened, you know, in the cradle of time, in the cradle of mankind all those years ago. But you know what? He's still the same old devil. And he's still using that same technique even in today's world. He, he's still asking this question to us. Did God really say? What he does in asking this question to us is, is that he wants us to doubt the legitimacy of God's word. He wants us to doubt you know or to he wants us to make us feel you know feel um what's that word that i'm looking for feel justified in our rebellion he wants us to 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 think that god is the bad guy and you know what we are the good guys in this story we are the main characters in our own life stories so we need not to abide you know to god's instruction we need just to do what we want it's our bodies after all this is you know a buzzword in today's world where people's like my body my choice i can do with my body whatever i want i'm young i'm at the peak of my physical beauty so i might as well enjoy every moment that i have so that this 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 is an age-old um technique by the devil and he's using it especially with with young people today um i'm sure i don't know i, I don't have the exact figures but i'm sure that there's a huge um rate of apostasy in the church and uh, there are a lot of young people especially young people who are now 
um, they, uh, there's a term called being woke or being you know uh, illuminated and know having so much information that now they doubt you know God's word and the infallibility and the inerrancy of God's word and now they 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 they, they now think of this really God's word can a loving father um, actually say to his children although he knew that sin is so um sexual sin especially is so pleasurable why would he deny us this joy why would he deny us these pleasures did god really say that that's the age-old question and this is the, the the question that i want us you know to tackle today and um i'm going to um i like narrating from my own life i i when i first got saved uh, as a young 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 lad um uh, there, there was a time like for I was saved. I'm, I'm going to say something which might you know not sound you know um, really you know well. I, I was saved. I believed in God. I believed that you know Jesus died for my sin, my sins and everything. But I still struggled with you know lust. I still struggled with pornography. It was a secret sin. I I gave I gave you know. Um, Jesus, you know, the reins in my life. I gave him control over my life. I gave him everything. I surrendered everything. But that was a compartment in my heart. That was a compartment in my life, which I just believed that it is not sinful. It is normal. I'm a young lad. I'm a young guy. I'm a man after all. And these urges, you know, they are, you know, they are, you know, justifiable. It's not like I'm going around sleeping around. It's just me in my own personal space, you know, um, having a good time with all these raunchy videos. And um, yeah, it helped me go to sleep. You know, there was so many. I remember I saw this one time where, the state, where, where um, I read this fact where they were like um, to avoid things like prostate cancer. It is recommended that young men, um, you know, masturbate frequently. You know, it. You know, it. it there's so many things that you know. The, 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 it justifies the sin. It normalizes the sin. And these are the word, the things that are cling on and like, no man, it's normal. It's normal. And uh, you know, and um, you know what? Uh, I just love God. Uh, I just love God because He was so patient with me. And to so someone who's listening today, who you know whom who might be where i was you're listening to this you know for good reason it is because god is, wants to, to pull you out of that addiction um sometimes that we find it hard to come out of these addictions because we 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 are denying the sinfulness of the addiction so many people you know are denying the sinfulness of the of the addiction and i'll i'll let you know that if man is not sinful then why did christ have to die if man is allowed to live as he pleases then we are saying that christ died for nothing christ died because he probably had nothing better to do so he came to this life i mean to this world lived a sinless life and died for no particular reason we were all going to heaven after all then why did christ have to die that's what that's the reasoning that people are telling that you know there's the, 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 like a lie from the enemy that you know we are feeding ourselves that you know we are perfect we even though we we are sinful but god still loves us as we are you know god's love you know of course man we don't have to be obedient he wants us just to be free even in our sin that's what we we, we tell one another but today i just want to you know throw you know this 
in, in, in the conversation that, you know what? Yes, God really said it. God really said, do not eat the fruit. Because he said, if you eat the fruit, you shall surely die. And do not allow, you know, like God's word, like God doesn't leave an ellipsis or a dash or a comma after his word. He leaves a full stop. You don't have to add to it. You don't have to subtract to it. Subtract to it. It's God's word stands as it is. It stands forever. The word of God says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will never pass away. It, God's word was relevant and true all those years ago. And this, the God's word is still relevant and true even today. So I want you to know that my your sexual sin, my sexual sin really is sinful and is an offense to God. I know that's not a tough, an easy pill to swallow, but in order to be free from sexual sin, we need to know this, that yes, we struggle. Struggling, you know, it's, it's something which we will have to deal with. Struggle is something that we will have to deal with for as long as we are in this, you know, um, like dispensation of life, as long as we are still in our flesh, we will struggle with sin. It will be, you know, um, a, a lifelong battle. You know, when we are saved, we did not become perfect. But every day we are saved, we are being perfected. So we, 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 we are being more and more like Christ every day. That's the process called sanctification, where we become more and more like Christ. And we are being perfected to be more and more like Christ. And one day we know that we will be glorified. And the word of God tells us that as he is, we shall be, we shall see him and we shall be like him. We shall be transformed and be glorified to be like him. So I want you to know that, yes, sexual sin really is sinful. Why is sexual sin sinful? Point number one, I want us to read from the book of First Peter. We shall read chapter one. Um, I have my hard copy Bible with me. Uh, let's read First Peter chapter one. Uh, let's read from verse 14 to verse 16. The word of God says, As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance, uh, let's let's start actually from verse 13 therefore get up your loins of your mind yeah that's where i wanted it therefore get get up the loins of your mind be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of jesus christ as obedient children not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance but as he who called you is holy you also be holy in your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. I love that so much. Verse 14 say, I mean verse 15 says, as, as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in your conduct. I want you to know that sexual sin is an act of disobedience towards God's word and his holiness. I believe that sexual sin brings a stench. It brings uh, like it brings like a rot to the holy like it brings like you know that that that, that stench of rotting meat um yeah it, it that's what sexual sin does it, it it gives off a stench to the holiness of god and i want you to know that god's instruction from his word he says be holy be holy as i am holy being holy does not mean that you know you have to depend on your own works 
being holy means that depend on the grace of God, depend on Christ's finished work, receive Christ in your in, in, in your life, and as he is righteous, he will impute his righteousness upon you, and thus you will be called holy, because he is holy, and thus you are holy. And now when you become saved and you are righteous and your the guilt of your sin is removed from you, you have to continue obeying what God says you should do. He says you in the book of Corinthians, for example, that we should please sexual immorality. So when 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 you continue in, in, in you, you you continue doing that, even down knowing God's word, what you're doing is that you are intentionally disobe disobeying God's word. And that's not a good thing. It's an offense to the holiness of God when we 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 we, we we you know bind on things like pornography when we sleep around when we we, we 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 participate in things like homosexuality what that does you know it, it, it's, it's 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 an offense to the holiness of god i'm not saying that you will not struggle i know people who have received christ and uh, in their former lives they were struggling with the same sex um, um same sex um, attraction uh, I know people who have received Christ who have more than um, 10 uh, sexual partners from their past. I know people who have received Christ, and I'm one of them, who you know, struggled with things like pornography, who have things from their past like sexual trauma, who you know have so many things from their past which still you know haunt them today. Receiving Christ will not automatically make those memories and traumas go away, but every day we are being perfected. And we shall be like him why then do we allow ourselves to go back to our former selves when we have been made new there's something i want you to chew on today point number two is that sinning sexual sin is, a, is, is an offense or a grievance or a, you know it's it's a it's, it's it's yeah it's a sin against our own bodies let's read um from first corinthians chapter 6 verse 18. um yeah first corinthians Chapter 6, verse 18. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, first Corinthians 6, verse 18. I'll read it in the New King James Version. It says, Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Let's go to verse 19 and says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from God and you are not your own for you were brought you were bought at a price therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's love that so much your, your body is a temple I know we, we have tended into a cliche saying ah oh, body is a temple you know and everything I want you to know that um, we, we are seeing it um things like uh okay i'm going to i'm going to yeah i'm going to be as blunt as possible um as a man for example sexual sin uh, sexual sin in the form of porn addiction it, it it definitely will affect your body uh, it definitely will affect your body uh gosh i'm actually gonna say this yeah it is it is an offense to your body um number one it affects your brain um it affects your brain it makes you um, um a slave a dopamine slave because you will always look for that rush, you know, look for that rush from your, your your computer screen or your cell phone screen. When you watch those videos, it gives you this, you know, this 
dose of dopamine and you become so dependent on it when you do it it you know gives you relief some cannot even go to sleep without things like porn and masturbation because when they do it they feel relaxed for a moment their worries go away for that moment when you have that orgasm that self-inflicted orgasm your worries go away and um, in the long run what it will do is that it will remove your joy and your motivation for other things things like um, personal achievements and our, uh, every other thing, studying, passing a test. Um, those are the type of things that normally would give you a dopamine, you know, dopamine dose. But then when you when you remove that, when you, you know, spoil your mind with, you know, an influx of dopamine that porn does, now things that usually would motivate you, those daily motivations to be the best version of yourself go away because now, you've been spoiled your, your mind has been spoiled and your brain your brain chemistry has been spoiled by this influx of you know dopamine and you, you your receptors won't you know um, be sensitive to the dopamine and now you will now look for more hardcore pornography more hardcore experience, sexual experiences because you want to keep that you know kick it's almost like a drug addiction you know they'll tell you that for example a cocaine addict the reason that people are cocaine addicts is because what they are looking for is that first kick you know that first one that's apparently that's the best one they'll tell you that the, the first time i tried this i felt like this feeling and what happens is that they'll continually try to you know get back that feeling so that's the same with you know um porn, porn addiction and as a man I, I hope i don't know i hope to one day have a conversation with a lady and know how it affects them as ladies but as a man i'm going to talk yeah this make sure that you don't have any kid around um as a man it will, it will affect you even it will affect you sexually and that um you you it makes you it you know porn what porn does is that it makes us used to variety you know you're used to watching you know like um, it doesn't promote monogamy that's the thing so what you do is that every day you 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 you, you watch a new porn star you watch a new video and every day it gives you this variety and now one day you're gonna get married you know one day you're gonna want to you know um be monogamous with one woman and now what porn does is that for example if you're not satisfied with someone's body that you're watching on a computer screen you can refine your search and search for something that maybe might arouse you but now you can't do that in real life you have to be faithful to one partner but now because you you have made yourself so used to this variety and now you're facing now you have to face up to the reality of sex with one person it will be so difficult and that's where things like erectile dysfunction come in where you can't be aroused anymore because you you're so used to be you to being aroused by you know this models and this unrealistic you know um, um, um expectations which are created by porn so i want you to, to be aware of that that's how you know sexual sin can affect your body let's talk about sleeping around sleeping around affects us you know it affects your body as men we know of things like stds we know of things like you know unwanted pregnancies we know of things like aids and hiv we know of things like herpes you know the list goes on um you know it's, it's sad that some 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 of us we, we came to some some people you know we can't come to know to christ some of us came to know to christ 
after we 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 bore the, 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 the you know the you know those 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 marks on our bodies. Um, some of us come to Christ having you know babies out of wedlock. Some some get saved you know after contracting things like HIV and uh, and AIDS and things like that. So I just want you to be smart about this and know you know um, this is quote to the love saying that um, sexual you know abstinence is not sexual deprivation. It is sexual preservation. So just know that by by abstaining, by saying no to sexual immorality, what you're doing is that you're preserving yourself. You're not depriving yourself. A, a, a whole chunk of the time, it might feel like you're depriving yourself of pleasures. But what you're doing is actually you're preserving yourself. You're saving yourself the trouble. So that's what I want to tell you. Um, and, um, you know, even with young women, uh, I think I saw somewhere um, that, um, yeah, teenage pregnancy, for example, in our country, it's off the charts, you know, things like that. And uh, in the long run, it affects, um, um, it affects, you know, young women. I've read somewhere that women who, you know, um, uh, are introduced to sex in the developmental stage of their bodies, like in the teenage years, for example, are more likely to contract things like you know um, um, this cervical cancer and things like that. You know that's why things like puff smears and everything are are necessary to you know monitor such things. So I want you to to to, to, to you know to listen to this and be smart about this, young person. Maybe you listen to this. You're in your early twenties. Maybe you're a virgin. Maybe you're not a virgin. Maybe you, you, you want to embark on a purity journey. You don't know why and where how to start. I want you to know that. Preserve yourself, young person. Preserve yourself. And the third point that I want to talk about is that sexual immorality, it defiles the church. Let's read from um, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. Um, it, it says, uh, let's, let's start it from verse 4, actually, and we shall go to verse 6. It says, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together, along with my spirit with the power of our lord jesus christ deliver such a one to satan for the destruction of the flesh that his spirit may be saved in the day of the lord jesus your glorying is not good do you not know that a little leaven a little leaven leavens the whole lump um okay it speaks about how the apostle paul is talking about when someone in the church you know is involved you know in things like sexual promiscuity he talks in verse 6 that a little leaven um it, it leavens the the whole lump um in in modern terms i can put it like uh, uh, one rotten potato it, it 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 ruins the entire batch so that's another reason why sex, sexual sin is sinful is that it 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 badly influences you know the the entire church and the atmosphere of church um when when uh, when when you 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 continue in sexual sin there'll be young people for example in the church who look up to you they are young people who look up to you and another thing is that you have to respect the ministry that god has you know called you for and when when you when you continue you know um in, like participating in things like lust and sexual um, sexual sin, what you do is that you're badly contaminating other people, and uh, it, it, it's it's something which you know can cause division in the church. Um, we know you know that for example, you sleep with someone, you break up. It causes all sorts of strife and division, which is so unnecessary. And um, 
I want you to be aware of that. I want you to be aware of that. That sometimes saying no to sexual, you know, sin, it's something which not only preserves ourselves as as as, as a people and preserves our own holiness, but it preserves the holiness of the church. It preserves, you know, the, the holiness of Christ's body. It keeps us intact. It keeps us united. Uh, it keeps us, you know, going towards a common goal. That's what, you know, um, 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 abstinence does, you know. That's what, you know, living a, a sanctified life does. So I want you to, 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 to note that, that um, when, 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 when we sin sexually, it, it not only affects us, but it affects those who are around us. It affects, you know, the body of Christ negatively. So point number four and the last point that I want to mention is that when, when we continue living in sin, what we are communicating is that, I think I mentioned it when I started, that we are rendering Christ's death on the cross unnecessary. And uh, let, us re- let us open the book of Hebrews. Uh, we shall open chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verse 26. 27 it says for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and a fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries so so i just want this this is, is so chilling in that when we continue we we got saved but if we continue in sin we can't say that we are expecting another atonement. We are expecting, we are not living in the Old Testament where each and every year we can make a sacrifice for our sins. No, there was one important sacrifice where the Lamb of God, which is Christ Jesus, was slain for our sins. And with that sacrifice, humanity now has a mediator. And now if we continue, we, we, what, what else, you know, if we abandon such a salvation, I think it's also in the book of Hebrews, what, where shall we run to if we abandon such a salvation? So what are we communicating when we say we are saved, but we still continue in, in the sins of our former selves? You know, what are we communicating when we say we are saved, but we are not embracing the new, the, the book of God, the, the, the word of God says that, if anyone is in Christ, the, the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Why are we not embracing the new, the newness of salvation? Why are we still like the Israelites who are still fantasizing over the, 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 the comfortable beds and the, the graves in Egypt? They're not thinking about the promises of God, the new, you know, uh, the, the, the newness of salvation which is coming, the promise of glorification, the promise of heaven, the promise of eternal life. We're not fixated on that, but we are fixated so much on the pleasures of this world, on the pleasures of our sin, of, of our former selves. And we try to even justify these sins. So I just want you to, to, I just want to say this as a warning that Christ died and he died once and for all. And when he died, he died for our sins and he died so that we might have eternal life and we might experience life and life more abundantly. Abundance of life does not necessarily mean abundance and wealth and everything, but it means abundance in joy, abundance in, you know, faultlessness, abundance in holiness. That's the type of abundance that we have to experience. 
so we will not experience that type of abundance when we are fixated on our former sins on our former traumas on our former selves we need to embrace the newness of salvation the newness of this walk what what other atonement what other remission will be there if we say no to what christ has done if we continue clinging on you know the old self and the old falls of the past i am not saying that you will get it right the first time i'm not saying that you will wake up one day and you will not find pornography you know naked women or naked men or whatever you won't find it appealing it's a constant struggle it's a constant struggle and i want to say this that to this day i it's a struggle that i daily depend on god i do not depend on my own flesh because so many times my flesh has let me down i depend on god's grace god said to apostle paul that my grace is sufficient for you and even in my weakness i can trust that he is strong and he is able to take me through every temptation he won't allow me to be tested beyond my ability to escape so i just want you to know that that embrace the newness of salvation yes our sexual sin is offensive and creates an offensive stench to god's holiness but thanks be to christ jesus that he paid the price and he purchased our righteousness he purchased our holiness and thus our dependence is not on our own selves our dependence is in christ alone it is by faith in christ in the works of christ not in our own works but in the works of christ that we are saved and i want you to know that cling on this faith even when you're weak say lord you lived a sinful life sinless life excuse me lord you lived a sinless life and by you living a sinless life i know that i too shall one day be glorified as you are and as you are i shall be one day I want you to I want your hope not to be in your own ability. I want your hope to be in Christ alone. 10 years from now the, the the temptation will be there. 10 years from now there will still be Instagram models and baddies. 10 years from now there will still be things like pornography, you know. 10 years from now there will still be things like R rated movies and stuff like that. cling to the hope that is in Christ the young man cling to the hope that is in Christ the young lady i want you to know that there is hope in Christ and there's hope for you if you are alive there's hope for you you your sin as as, as awful as it might be sometimes what what condemns us is 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 the awfulness of our sin sometimes you think you know what the devil will do is that he'll bring memories from the past and say don't you remember you once participated in orgies don't you remember you once you know slept with someone of the same sex don't you remember you once did this or did that don't you remember you once you know um, masturbated to a whole lot of pornography don't you remember don't you remember don't you remember but i want you to know that even though we remember the most important thing to remember is what Christ did for you on the cross and it is through what Christ did for for you on the cross that you can say yes i remember my sin but thanks be to Jesus as Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says there is therefore now no more condemnation it doesn't matter 
on the, 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 the size of the crime. What matters is the size of the atonement and grace that we have received and the pardon that we have received through Christ, through Christ's work on the cross. So I just want you to cling on that. Cling, may your hope not be in your own works, but may your hope be in Christ alone. I love you so much, guys. And I hope that we continue fighting the good fight as we will be, you know, embarking on week three of No Last November. I pray that may we continue running to Christ at every time. At every turn, may our hope be in Christ alone. For He is our hope. He is our eternal hope. I love you guys and may God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Let's After God podcast. To get in touch, do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching for Let's After God. We are looking forward to hearing from you soon.